Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. Jump inside this podcast and I'm going to teach you how to read your own blood work so you can find the answers to your health concerns. Yes, those normal labs that your doctor keeps saying, oh, they look great. We'll see you again in six months. They really have answers in them if you know how to read it correctly. So come join me along this journey, leave a review and share with your friends. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, your host, Dr. Kylie. Let's talk about two very popular and um, controversial topics today, the thyroid and your hormones. If you're thinking you've tried everything with your thyroid, you kind of feel a little bit better than you did before you started your whole four and a half year journey. You're still on thyroid medications or you've been taking thyroid medications for like four and a half years or 20 years and you don't know why you're still doing them, but you are because you keep getting told that you should take it. Listen up. Because I'm about to walk you through the reason why your thyroid isn't healing. Now, your thyroid is a gland that sits right here in the middle of your throat, in the front of your throat. It's like a butterfly shape. This gland, this poor little guy gets blamed for just about everything under the sun. And the reason why he gets blamed for everything is because he makes this hormone or in the process of this thyroid gland. I don't want to say the thyroid gland makes this hormone because it doesn't. Um, it makes T4, which then gets converted into T3. And T3 goes out to every single cell in your body. And it tells your cells to communicate or, or it communicates with all of your cells. It tells your cells to speed up your metabolism so you can lose weight. It tells your cells to grow your hair so it's not falling out at a rapid pace or becoming unhealthy. It tells your body temperature to regulate. It tells your, I mean, it, tell, it talks to all of the cells, right? So when it has that mechanism behind it, there's going to be a lot of symptoms tied to it. Okay. Now we can get into a blood work on the, on the thyroid and how that's read wrong, but we're not going to get into this right now. I'm going to teach you the four reasons why your thyroid isn't healing or why you're not getting very far with your thyroid very fast. Okay, so if you're looking at this video, this video is going to be on YouTube. I'm going to map out this scenario. If you're listening to this in audio, I'm going to just talk it through with you also. No matter where, where you're coming in from, you can understand it. But we're going to think about the thyroid as a piece of a system. And that system contains three components, H, P, and T. H stands for hypothalamus. It's part of our brain. P talks to the pituitary, um, which if you were to draw a line down the center of your head from both directions and where that, those two lines cross is where your pituitary sits. It's this tiny, tiny, tiny gland. But he's very, very important because he produces TSH. Yep, that thyroid hormone that we all get tested and yet we all get told we're normal, yet we're... We have all the thyroid symptoms, right? That's not a thyroid hormone. It's a pituitary hormone. The pituitary, P, uses it to talk to T, your thyroid. Okay, now I want to see the TSH be, to be between 1.8 and 3. That was, that's my goal. Now, if your TSH is less than 1.8, well, now we have to think what's wrong with P. Why is P having a hard time producing TSH? 
And there's two reasons. These are the first two reasons why your thyroid isn't healing. One, stress. And two, inflammation. <laughs> How many times have you heard the word stress is ruining your health and inflammation is the cause of everything? Well, I want to take this one step further because if you were to talk, tell me that I have to de-stress my life in order to, you know, fix my health, um, that's not happening. Yeah, I can take the breaks and I can do the five minutes. But as far as like eliminating stressors out of my life, I'm not going to. One, I'm going to flip my mindset about them. And then two, I'm going to figure out what is on the, what is on the inside of my body that's causing me stress. Now there's a difference. Because when I can find that internal stressor, chances are it's also the same source causing inflammation. Now you can get two birds with one stone. If you find what's causing stress on the inside of your body, which is leading to all the inflammation, and get rid of it, oh my goodness, now your TSH gets up into normal range because your pituitary is feeling good, and he can talk to the thyroid and tell the thyroid what it needs to do at an efficient level, and then the thyroid produces T4, another hormone. <sighs> T4 can't do much, though. It's got to get converted into T3. And it gets converted into T3 in two places, your gut and your liver. So there's your four things, four reasons why your thyroid is still struggling. One, the internal stressor causing the inflammation. Two, well, that's one and two. Three, your gut. Four, your liver and the detox system. Your T4 must get converted inside your gut and your liver. And if they're not struggling and not doing things efficiently, well, then the T3 is never going to get produced. Hence why the communication signals are faltering and your body's freezing cold. Your hairs are falling out. You can't lose weight. You've got all the things. Fatigue, all the stuff. You know, there's a commercial that I see on now. It just makes me disgusted. But now that I know... I mean, we had one class on pharmaceuticals in chiropractic school, one class. And it gave me a new level of appreciation for pharmacists because they have to know those chemicals and those reactions like the back of their hand. Holy smokes. But it also taught me about the process of putting a pharmaceutical into the market. And there's a reason why when a pharmaceutical hits the market, they, you hear about the commercials like on commercials like crazy. And one of them right, that's going right now is that thyroid eye disease. I don't even know if it's a real thing. It's probably just a symptom of unhealthy bodies that they have then attached a pharmaceutical with. So avoid the pharmaceuticals by doing this. Finding your internal stressor. What in the heck is that? Well, grab your CBC with differential and it will tell you. Chances are your internal stressor is a virus. Is attacking your thyroid and making your thyroid really struggle. If you have gut issues like IBS, diarrhea, constipation, IBD, Crohn's, whatever the heck they want to call it, um, chances are you've got bacterial, viral, and fungal infections going on. In fact, if you have an autoimmune component, probably those three things because co-infections co like to hang out together. It's rarely just one, which is why UTIs often come back. 
because the antibiotic tackles the bacterial, but it rarely tackles the fungal component. You gotta tackle both in order to remove the GI component long term. Anyways, so to truly heal your thyroid, we have the internal stressor found inside your CBC with differential. Grab my book, Why Are My Labs on Normal on Amazon, and you can determine what that stressor is using the blood work you already have. Not only is it going to determine the stressor, but it's going to determine the source of inflammation. Bam. My pituitary feels good. My TSH goes up. That's talks to my thyroid. I should say maybe your TSH doesn't go up. Maybe it stabilizes. Holy smokes, when I stabilize. Your thyroid creates T4, which is getting produced at a good level. And then your gut and your liver are healthy, which converts T3. And so T3 goes out to all of your cells and communicates with it efficiently. Bam. Now, there's one slight little bit component that I would like to uh, point out. I don't know if I've ever pointed out on this beforehand. The very, very top of the food chain. Remember how the T, the thyroid, is just one piece of a system? And that system is created by three key components, H, P, and T, the hypothalamus, the pituitary, and the thyroid. Well, the hypothalamus gets started with serotonin and dopamine. Those feel-good endocrine. What are they called? Neurotransmitters? Is that what they're called? Whatever they are. Dopamine and serotonin instigate the entire process. So if your body isn't utilizing them efficiently, the whole thing is going to slow down. So you can't tell me that to treat your thyroid, you can just treat your thyroid. You can't tell me that to treat your hormones, you can just treat the endocrine system. It doesn't work. Your body is made up of amazing systems that all interact together. <sighs> okay. That's the fun stuff. There's the thyroid. Now, what on earth about those hormones? The hormones, I want to put these two together because they are similar, right? Same system. But I want to pay close attention to how hormones get broken down. All of your hormones come from cholesterol. Cholesterol then gets broken down into progesterone. We're on the other side of the pathway, DHEA. DHEA then converts into testosterone, which then converts into estrogen. Okay, so if you're going to think about this in your head as you're listening to me and walk through simple, simple biochemistry, I'm making it very simple, I should say. Cholesterol is at the very top of the food chain. And then you're going to have the triangle where the division happens. And on the left side is the progesterone and cortisol. And on the right side is the testosterone and estrogen. If you're looking at getting your hormones checked, get all of the puzzle pieces. You need to know your progesterone numbers. You need to know your testosterone and your estrogen numbers. Even the DHEA is helpful. Cortisol, if you're doing a four-day saliva test sample, is good. Otherwise, it's just pretty much useless. Get the most accurate, I should, that's a lie. Most accurate is a lie because most accurate testing for your hormones is a 24-hour urine sample. When was the last time someone had a 24-hour urine sample taken to figure out their hormone levels? Hmm, 
probably a very long time ago. So just know that you need the full puzzle piece and then you need healthy fats at the top. You need healthy fats, you need to stabilize your blood sugar and that can help your hormones start functioning at a higher level more efficiently. I think that's about it. I'm going to, we loaded a lot today <clears throat> in a short amount of time. So it's a shorty, but a goodie because it was loaded in with information. Now take that information, apply it into your health healing journey. Go grab the book, Why My Lab is Normal on Amazon so you can figure out what your blood work is really telling you. And next time your doctor is going to run your hormones, ask for them all. You might think that your testosterone is low and you get it and it's low. You knew that already. Why? Why is it low? Is it because it's all converting into estrogen? Or is it because you don't have enough cholesterol or healthy fats in your body to make it? Figure out the whys. Dive in deep. You got this. Ready to have all of your blood work compiled in one location where you can easily read it all together? Well, go grab my book, Why Are My Labs Normal? on Amazon. Grab it, learn how to read your own labs, and take the power back in your hands because your normal blood work is loaded with answers. You just got to have the right person reading it, and the right person can be you. Go grab it on Amazon, Why Are My Labs Normal? by Dr. Kylie Burton. Leave a review, and we'll see you on the next episode.